Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Lou, and I'm uh, with the Metabolic Studio. And I have been part of the um, Bending the River Back into the City team um, since 2014. Um, and that's what we're here to talk about today. Um, there, it, it is a project that grew out of uh, Lauren Bond's early work. So, um, so I'll start at the beginning. If you have questions, let me know, uh, and we'll try to get them answered. Uh, we're going to sit here for a moment uh, and just kind of orient ourselves to um, some of the origins of the project. And then we're going to move to a map. And then we're going to go walk that map. We're going to literally uh, leave the building and cross over uh, this Spring Street Bridge and uh, uh, the Broadway Bridge. And this should be about an hour of our time uh, together. And uh, there's lots of information to share. Um, but what's really exciting in the last 10 days, we've been literally in construction in the LA River. So as we walk over these bridges, we'll get to uh, look down and see what's going on there. And um, I can tell you a little bit about the work that's going on and and uh, how the, that work's going to move forward uh, next spring. So for those of you who um, are new to this group, the Metabolic Studio is the art practice of Lauren Bond. And uh, the Metabolic Studio is a, uh, that, uh, her practice that supports living systems. So there have been many living systems that uh, have been investigated throughout um, our time here in this neighborhood. But Lauren's work really begins in 2005. If all of you just kind of look at that picture up on the wall back there, that is a brownfield that was located across the street from this studio. In 2005, it was um, on its way to become a state park, but it was kind of um, locked in, um, in, um, in the political structures that, that were needed to put it into place. And Lauren planted that entire 32 acres with corn. And the corn was meant to uh, bring focus to the area as an artist's action. It was also meant to remediate the conditions of the soil. So the a brown field is a is a uh, there uh, a site that has toxins in the soil, and the corn was um, allowed to um, uh, uh, take root, and the root systems of that corn actually pulled the toxins into the plant and helped cleanse the soil. So. Back in 2005, before Metabolic Studio was formed, Lauren, as an artist, uh, um, had every intention of watering that corn with water from the LA River. But there was no process by which she was able to do that. Um, uh, in fact, uh, there is nowhere within the 51 miles of the LA River that water is removed. It is a flood control system. So we're going to be walking over that river today. Uh, and I'll be telling you about bending the river back into the city. Bending the river back into the city is actually uh, uh, proposes to do exactly what Lauren was unable to do back in 2005, which is to divert water from the LA River to this site here, and then um, uh, cleanse it and provide it uh, as irrigation to two public parks. So before we leave this area, I just want to point out some, some things that you should be aware of in your surroundings. There's some things that are necessary for uh, this project to work. And one of the key things that is necessary is 
this item right here. In order for Lauren to take water out of the LA River, bring it to this site via a water wheel, she had to obtain a water right. There are two entities to, that have water rights to, uh, to water in the LA River. One is the city of Los Angeles, the other is Lauren Bond and the Metabolic Studio. So this is a document that actually uh, uh, allows uh, Lauren Bond to procure 106 acre feet of water per year from the LA River to cleanse it for three public parks. Now I'm, we're going to be walking over uh, this, this bridge out here, but before we do, I won't be able to show you from up there what's underneath. And before you, you sit, you can stay right there, and then as we shift, we're going to go over to a map. But before you do, I want you to take a look at this pier here in the bridge. There is a purple pipe that says recycled water. The first piece of infrastructure for our project was that when they were expanding this Spring Street Bridge, we embedded a pipe in the sidewalk of that bridge that will carry, when we have finished the project, will carry the water from our site here over the Spring Street Bridge to two city parks and will carry water in that direction to um, to the state park, which is the site of the Not a Cornfield project in 2005. So uh, before, we, before you leave this area, because we're going to shift over to a map, and I'm going to show you uh, a map of this neighborhood and show you where we're going to walk outside today, I want you to take a, a look at this purple pipe that runs along this pier of the bridge that says recycled water. That is the first piece of infrastructure that is um, a part of our project. And what's super exciting is after a very long process, which I'll tell you a little bit more about as we're walking, we were able to embed three sections of pipe in, in the floor of the LA River, which is part of the system that will carry the water from our site here, uh, from the river to our site here. Uh, we have a question over here on the right. Sure, um, that's a great question. If you think of an American football field, that is about an acre of land. If that football field were a swimming pool, that swimming pool would be 106 feet deep. That is the volume of water that we'll be bringing from the river into this site lifting with a water wheel uh, uh, to this site and putting it through the treatment facility. So I'm going to show you a little bit more about that. But 106 acre feet is a, is a large volume of water that will provide enough water per year for the needs of the state park across the street and the two city parks uh, across the river. So 106 feet deep by a football field. Right, so a football field is one acre. And, a, and, and 106 acre feet is, if that football field were a swimming pool, it would be a swimming pool that was 106 feet deep. And that is the volume of water that we'll be taking from the river per year to irrigate the three public parks. And this building is approximately 32 feet tall. So when we say 106 feet deep, it would be three times this building. Wow. That's so the. I have a quick question. It's it's more and it's very quick and you you can Uh, very slowly, but there is a process, and we'll, we, we'll talk about that. Yeah, because that's, you know, this is... We had to apply for a water right. Um, we had to um, uh, secure the land in order to do the project. And we had to get some, um, so, some important permissions from the Army Corps of Engineers to extract the water from the L.A. River. 
I might as well tell you now that because uh, this is the first intervention in the history of the channelization of the LA River that will remove water from that river to this site, it has required 68 permits from 22 agencies, federal, state, regional, county, and city. It has been a long process, but what's super exciting and the reason that we're gathering today is to see the beginning of the construction of the LA River, which in order to do that required a very laborious permit process called the 408 permit, which allowed us access to the LA River. So um, there are ways in which uh, we hope to have investigated this full process that somewhere in the future it would be more replicatable and hang on there's a train going by which is part of the story and I'll tell you about the train in a minute but just to finish your that we're hoping that this this uh, project will be um, replicatable in other parts of the river and perhaps in other places by other organizations. A couple of ground rules before we begin. Okay, um, we have a few ground rules before we begin and, and Millie will share those with us. We appreciate all of your interest. It is a signed up uh, walking tour. Our capacity is 15 of us and those of us that are sitting down at the moment did sign up. If you're super duper interested, let me know. as as this tour that has already RSVP'd uh, will carry on, uh, but see me after, because there's so many of us, you are not gonna be able to really hear Lou, Lou give his tour. So those of you that signed up and have already did, done the roll call, please continue with Lou. Um, I'm hoping that you guys are wearing comfortable shoes because we're probably gonna walk about a mile, mile and a half. Um, and if you have some a water bottle, even better. Thank you. So for those of you who have signed up for this walking tour, please follow me into this area over here. Okay, let's um let's all gather together. If you're with the walking tour, let's make your way over here, please. Okay. This is a map of our neighborhood. This is an actual map. Uh, and we are located here in this building. And this is a map of the Los Angeles State Historic Park. That is part of the um, Not a Cornfield site in 2005. This is the area that Lauren planted the entire section with corn. If there's anybody talking, I can just ask you to keep your voices down, please. Because um, uh, we're recording this, so the, the, the ambient noise um, uh, can sometimes uh, be difficult on the recording. Anyway, this uh, State Historic Park uh, was originally the, the, um, the site of Not a Cornfield in 2005, where Lauren planted corn. The, um, the project will construction site is right here. The project is a three-fold project. Mm -hmm. And what um, we'll be doing is diverting water from the floor of the LA River. By diverting water upstream, it'll, there'll be a pipe embedded in the floor of the LA River. Water will be diverted to this pipe to an area where there'll be a um, concrete pit. The concrete pit is represented by this wooden frame. Within that pit, there will be a 48 foot in diameter water wheel. Water will be diverted from the river under the train tracks to this pit. The pressure of the water coming in through the pipe will move the wheel. Water will come in at the bottom of the pit and it, which will be relatively the same level as the floor of the LA River. The water will be lifted by gravity. Water will be funneled off of the water wheel, diverted uh, to a constructed wetland as a first line of treatment. 
and then it will go through an additional treatment facility that will clean it to what's called Title 22 standards. Title 22 standards is the requirement for spray irrigation in a public park. And we will deliver that to not only the Los Angeles State Historic Park, but to the New Albion Park on the other side of the river, a Downey Recre Recreation Center and Pool. So when I was pointing out that pipe and the bridge, we were looking out this door here, and there's a pipe embedded in the Spring Street Bridge that will divert water to this side of the river. And then eventually, once the, the treatment facility is built, we'll divert water uh, uh, across Baker Street to the across Baker Street to the state park. Uh, we'll go out on this. We'll go out on the site briefly, uh, just so that you can see where the water wheel will be, and then we'll continue through the garage. When we walk, we stay together as a group. Um, we'll. You will not be able to hear me all on the bridge, but. We want to keep the conversation amongst ourselves to a minimum so that, that, that we can hear as best we can. There's a lot of ambient noise. It's a large group. I'll answer questions in a minute. This is a large group, and, um, and we'll do the best to get all of your, your questions answered. Yes? What's the diameter? The diameter of the water wheel is 48 feet. Now remember, this building is 32 feet. This is the level of the ground. But the pit has to be as deep as it is because it is in relationship to the floor of the LA River. Remember that we're embedding a pipe in the floor and diverting it to the lowest part of this. So the wheel needs to be large enough to reach down to the bottom of the pit and grab that water and bring it up past ground level so that there's enough gravity flow from the top of the wheel through the treatment center. Once it gets to the treatment center, um, uh, the facility, it will be piped and pressurized and sent over the Spring Street Bridge. So in reality, the, what's above the ground will not be all that high. Correct. Um, but there'll be a viewing platform. So basically, what's half of 48? It's 24, right? So from here to here is 24 feet. So we're looking at ways in which uh, the public will be able to come onto the site and see the water wheel uh, from various, um, not only from the bridges that we're going to walk now, but also from uh, some of the, um, the designated spots on site. Any other questions before we move? Well, I'm going to quickly bring you outside, show you where, where the, the water wheel is going to be, and then we're going to get to see it yet again from the Spring Street Bridge and from the Broadway Bridge. Any questions before we go? What is the estimated time to have it done? To be uh, complete. OK, so um, we've started construction this week. We'll end construction in, in early October. Uh, we cannot do construction during, during the rainy season. So between October and April, we will not be in construction. We'll start construction again in April. That will be a six-month period between April and October. And um, so, uh, so that will be continuing construction of the LA River for 2020. For 2021, we will be working to build the pit and the treatment facility. So it is likely that, that water will, will be delivered in 2022 or three. OK? All right, let's go this way. All right, let's gather in right here. Pulling in a nice tight group. All right, 
So what you're seeing in front of you is some concrete slabs, triangular slabs. Each one of those pieces of concrete came from the floor of the LA River in the last 10 days. As we are cutting the, the floor of the LA River to embed the pipe, we are bringing those materials here on site. If you look at the configuration, there's kind of a U-shape of concrete triangles. That outlines the pit itself. Now, I just told you that the wheel is 48 feet in diameter, but the length of the pit is almost 100 feet. So it's 100 feet long and about 28 feet wide, and this is the location. So what we're going to do now is walk over the Spring Street Bridge, around Downey Pool and Recreation Center, and to the Broadway Bridge, and we'll talk about the construction that's been going on for the, for the last uh, week and a half in the LA River. But this is going to be the site of the project. We will divert water under these train tracks, and that will flow from the LA River into what will eventually be the water wheel pit site. Do you have any questions before I, I move on? Will it be visible? Will what be visible? The wheel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, you won't see the entire thing because it has to reach all the way down into the pit. Okay. But it does rise up above ground level because we want to have enough height to gravity feed the water into the treatment facility. So let me tell you about uh, just a just a briefly, just a just a touchdown on water wheel. This is a 48 foot in, uh, in diameter stainless steel water wheel that is highly engineered. And 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 yeah. That dog definitely had something important to say. <laughs> there is a history of water in this area that between the 1850s and the early 1900s, there were 13 water wheels that delivered water from the LA River to the Zaha Madre, which was the mother ditch that brought water from this part of the LA River to the original El Pueblo, which is in the Chinatown area, not far from here. So there is a historic precedent of water being transported from the LA River. But for many years, for well over a hundred years, one of the primary sources of water in Los Angeles has been up in the Eastern Sierra, where water is diverted into the Los Angeles aqueduct and delivered over 230 miles to our city. But what's important to understand is that this was the original source of water for the El Pueblo, which, was, um, which grew from the colonization of the city of Los Angeles. And before that, it was the source of the Native American tribe, the Tongva, that was their source of water. So when Lauren talks about bending the river back into the city, there was a history that we actually gained our sustenance from this river, originally with the Tongva, and then throughout time, we imported it for, uh, along the Zaha Madre. But for well over a hundred years, water has been coming from the Eastern Sierra and no water is procured for, for, for our consumption or use from the LA River. So bending the river back into the city attempts to do what was done here over a hundred years ago. And Lauren talks about this project as rehydrating the floodplains. So I'm going to talk just a little bit about it because it'll be harder to, for me to hear on the bridge. Before the LA River was sealed in concrete, before they made those concrete slabs which were, le were lifting out of the floor of the LA River, it was a flowing river that ebbed and flowed. 
Now, those of you that have lived here long enough through a rainy season know that it doesn't rain here often, but when it rains, it can rain hard. And this area was prone to flooding. There's, there's a high point behind us here in Elysian Park. On the other side of the river, we have Mount Washington. So within those peaks, there were these original floodplains of the LA River, these low-lying areas. The State Historic Park and the parks on the other street were part of that original floodplain. The fact that we are bringing water to the lands that were originally procured water from the ebbs and flows of the river is the first time that it will have happened in well over 80 years. Why? Because in 1938 there was a great flood and they say this just can't happen. So what did they do? They did what engineering thought was the best solution back then, which just channelized the entire ri river and sealed in concrete. Why? Does anybody know why? Why would they put... But, but what does concrete do? It speeds up the process of the movement of the water. So by building steep banks and building it deep enough to hold a certain volume of water, that became one giant concrete pipe that carried the water right out to Long Beach and out to the ocean. And all these low-lying areas that used to flood no longer flood, and they were able to occupy this land and other areas um, because they remain dry now. Rehydrating the original floodplains of the Yale River is is a way of thinking about treating living systems with the water that is from the area locally. So instead of a, obtaining water to water this plant from the Eastern Sierra, we'll be able to bring it here locally. And it hasn't happened in well over 80 years. Any questions before we move on? Parallel to the river, there's the, there's a it's a triangular space, but it will be if you can see that long uh, uh, row of triangles, the wheel will be parallel to that, parallel to the tracks in the river. So let's go see what that looks like from above, and hopefully we'll be able to have, talk a little bit more. <laughs> Any questions before we move? All right, we're going to walk through the garage. I'm going to point out the state park on the across the street, and then we'll continue on. Okay, gather around. This is crazy. It's a bad time, but it's crazy. All right. We are standing <laughs> on the purple pipe that, that will eventually carry water from our side of the river to the public parks on the other side of the river, two city parks. Albion Park on the far side where you see that, that those ball fields. And Downey Recreation Center and pool on either side of the base of the bridge. Can everybody huh. hear me? Yes. All right. So look down over the over the railing. Something amazing is happening. <laughs> You'll see a trench in the middle of the river. From that trench, we have pulled 31 slabs of, of concrete. And those are the slabs that you see on our site. So we were just down there at the site of the water wheel. And what you're looking at is the trench where we have embedded the first three sections of pipe. And we have a hundred more to go. We're embedding a pipe that will go up the LA River and divert it from upstream and by diverting it upstream, it will create enough pressure in the pipe 
so that when the pipe goes under the train tracks and to our water wheel, the water wheel will move just by the pressure of the pipe. Hmm. You'll see that big red container in the middle of the river. Who knows what that is? That is our dewatering tank. You see water flowing down the LA River, but beneath the concrete jacket of the LA River is another river. It is the water table that's constantly moving. In order to embed a section of pipe, you have to do it under dry conditions. You have to do it during the dry period of the year, between April and October, and you have to do it by dewatering your site. So you'll see beyond the footing of the Broadway Bridge, which is behind me, the water is being diverted by an aqua dam to push the water into the center of the river. And there is a tube that goes into our trench and is pulling the groundwater out, allowing the sediment to settle in that big red container and we're able to put the water back into the river. We have embedded three sections of pipe to take advantage of the very short window of construction that we had. In order to start construction, we needed that permit from the Army Corps of Engineers that I told you about. It's the 408 permit, and we just got it just got it. It was just signed two weeks ago. We were in the process, a very long process of review. So we were able to mobilize and take advantage of this dry period to start the construction. It's also an opportunity for us to learn at, so that it will inform anything that we can do now before the rainy season starts will help inform us in our work moving forward. <laughs> Lauren in the Metabolic Studio intends to do a public opening in April. But you for right... You drawings from this as well? Excuse oh, me? You have drawings? Of course we do. Yeah, no, so we can see it. Uh, uh, they are us. engineer drawings and let's talk afterwards, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, we will... Um, be walking across this bridge through Downey Recreation Center and Pool. That is one of the recipients of water from the water wheel. The, 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 the greater amount of water will go across the street to what is the Los Angeles State Historic Park. But a portion of water will, will be provide water for these public, uh, these city parks here. Now, interestingly enough, there's not great access to the LA River because of these train tracks. <laughs> Most of the passenger trains from Union Station come on this side. And then on the far side is uh, uh, all of the uh, shipping containers bringing goods up and down from the um, Almeida Corridor uh, from Long Beach where all the services. As a result, there's no public access to the river, so it makes it very hard to have a relationship to this body of water that you can't easily get to. How are you guys entering from the bottom? Um, there, is, there is one access point upstream for people who have a permit to do work in the river, which is why that permit that I just told you about from the Army Corps of Engineers is so important. What do the Army Corps of Engineers have to do with the LA River? They own they it. Built it. The Los Angeles River is a flood control system. Yes, exactly. The land is owned by Los Angeles, but the jacket was built by the Army Corps of Engineers, and it is maintained by both, depending on which section, the County of Los Angeles or the Army Corps of Engineers. In this section, it's the Army Corps of Engineers, so we needed their permission. To, be, to gain access to bring water to our site. So that water 
right that I showed you was one of the major things that we needed. We needed the land in order to build the water wheel and we needed permission to work in the river and we now have all three and, and, and things are, are moving along. So speaking of moving along, let's move along. Just follow me. Yes. Um, if I ask you to keep the side conversations down, it's not personal. It's because we want you to have access to all of this. And it's, you can tell we've got competition. So please don't take it personally. I want you to hear everything. The team wants you to get everything he knows and the feeling of joy and exuberance that we have at this point. So um, my apologies for hurrying you along or shushing you when they're, geez, he's going to start talking. Otherwise, I want to be talking to you too. I want to hear it. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. Just out of curiosity, how many have learned something new that they didn't know before this tour started? Well, the ball that we Me too. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, do we have any questions? What is, it, is this called? A, what is the name of that tank again? It's called a Baker tank. Okay. And it is part of the dewatering system. So pulling it out from So the, the, the way that it, they, they dewater is that in addition to all the water that you see on the surface, if we could all keep it down and just focus uh, on the river. In addition to the water that you see in the channel of the LA River, <coughs> there's a river underneath the concrete. It's part of the water table and it's constantly moving. When you, when you do any work uh, in the channel, you've got to divert the water so that, that your workspace is dry. So when you, what they do is they create a dewatering hole where they dig a trench and the far end of the trench you'll see that gravel. You see that red pipe coming up to the pump? It's actually pulling water out of the water table. And then it goes to this red tank. That's the Baker tank. And that is allowing the silt to settle in the tank before it's returned to the river. So what we're seeing is that big silver pipe with the water flowing out of it. That is water coming out from the floor underneath the LA River. So you see some white bags. Those are called totes. They're filled with gravel they're actually holding down the pipe that we are embedding because tomorrow a concrete truck is going to arrive with slurry and that will allow the concrete to settle around the tube and then we'll seal it back up. So part of this project is to um, divert the water but we can't leave the open channel. It has to remain the flood control system it was intended to be. So part of the permit that allows us to do construction here is for us to illustrate that once the pipe is embedded, we'll return the, uh, the floor of the LA River to a condition where the water can continue to flow. When it rains, all of the storm drains in this neighborhood empty into the LA River and then flow down the river out toward Long Beach and the ocean. It doesn't rain, although there's rain clouds now, but it doesn't normally rain uh, for nine months out of the year. Six to nine months out of the year. So that first rain, all the stuff that's been on the roads flush into the LA River. How does the Saturday rain impact your schedule? Um, it has not been deemed enough level for us to have to vacate because we have an evacuation plan which requires us within a certain amount of time to vacate the river if a large rain is coming. So there's a whole plan in place. Now, 
You never know what you're going to find when you dig up something that's been buried for almost 80 years. What did you find? Rocks, really big <laughs> ones. If you look down next to the red shipping container, you'll see some large rocks. <coughs> Those are only medium-sized rocks. Under the bridge that we're standing on, there's, there's even larger rocks. So, one of the important things for Lauren in this project is to understand that this was a fully thriving river that supplied sustenance to originally the Native American tribe, the Tongva, and then the various communities that occupied uh, Los Angeles after it was colonized. And our best thinking was to seal it in concrete and to allow the stormwater to go downstream. But this river was originally uh, a, a floodplain that ebbed and flowed. And what you're seeing are some of the large river rocks that were originally part of the floor of the LA River. How about some questions? So the pipe, did you know that you were gonna have to do the dewatering? Excuse me? Did you know Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is not, um, this is the first um, major intervention in the history of the channelization of the LA River where water will be removed. It is not the first project in the LA River. That bridge, which is the Spring Street Bridge, it was built in 1927, but over the last five to seven years, it was widened. So we embedded that pipe in the sidewalk during that project where construction was just happening on that bridge. If you go down to 6th Street, you'll see that they're building the new 6th Street Bridge. In all those places, they had to dewater. It is a known, um, it is known that dewatering is necessary. What we didn't know is to what extent we needed to divert the water. Um, we have uh, uh, done some weep holes. We've done a, we, we've tried a dewatering system upstream and downstream for us to perfect how the water is removed to make the process the most um, advantageous. But yes, we knew we need to dewater, except once you know that, that, and you go through that process, it's, there's a trial and error period in order to figure out what is the best method to help the construction move along in the quickest way. Next question. So the pipe is going this way. Yes. How does it get over there? Okay, so it, the project is named Bending the River Back into the City. The pipe will go from here all the way to 2100 feet upstream. But where you see that, that uh, um, dewatering, it will make a 90 degree turn toward the bank underground and continue in a pipe under the train tracks where it will daylight at the bottom of that water wheel pit that I showed you the model of. So it will take a 90 degree turn. It is bending the river back into the city. Next question. When you cover this trench back up, mm -hmm. will you be doing something, two questions, will you be do some, doing something that so that we can always kind of, even though it's concrete, see that you've left this trace is question one? Mm. Yes. Okay. And we're working, we're, we're working, we're working with methods. Um, it will be returned uh, in, in, a, in for this season to be the flood control system it was intended to be. And there, there, we are exploring ways in which the, the, the narrative will be able to be visually represented in the river, yes. And the second part is, once it is covered, I'm trying to just understand exactly uh -huh. what's going on. The water won't be coming from this surface water that we see in the river, it will be coming from the water table running underneath? No, good question. Okay, what I probably didn't explain before, the question was, is the water in the pipe that we're embedding coming from the water table? And the answer is no, because upstream there's an inlet. An inlet is actually an, a, a grate in the floor of the LA River that as the river runs over the grate, 
the water falls into the pipe and moves. So we will be pulling no groundwater, only surface water. And we'll only be pulling surface water, <coughs> excuse me, um, during the dry period. First of all, we won't need to water if it rains. Second of all, there'll be too much water if it was in a strong rain. But during the dry period, there is always water in the LA River. So this is a low flow period where the water will be diverted from this center channel is called the low flow channel. When the water comes from upstream, it falls into the center and runs through the middle. When it rains, it expands to the whole volume of the space. We'll be pulling water from the low flow channel, diverting it to our inlet. It will run 2,100 feet. It will take a 90 degree turn to our space, duck under the train tracks, and present itself at the bottom of our water wheel pit. Is the size of the intake grate um, engineered to only take an amount of water that you need in that low flow period? Yes. Okay. So the, so what's it, uh, the question was, is it engineered to take the right amount of water? And the answer is yes. We've actually run some very important hydraulic models that actually calculate that the pipe needs to be so long at a certain height with a certain slope to create the right amount of water, not only to create the pressure to move the water, but the wheel itself is designed to lift the correct amount of water so that the water that comes off the top of the wheel can be handled by our constructed wetland and treatment system that will deliver it to the public parks. More questions? The acoustics are better up here than I thought. What's the plan for exiting if it rains? What's the plan? Okay, so, so the way that that works is that, that they need some lead time. So if, it, if there's going to be a rain that happens, a decision's made two days in advance so that they have a 48-hour period gotcha. where, where they vacate all of the equipment structures and um, there is a pile of gravel underneath us and the trench is filled with gra gravel for them to, to uh, quickly vacate. Is, are they supervised? Are someone on duty 24/7? There is there's security down there now. So, um, yes. Nice. I do not believe. I think that that when the construction team is there, there's there's uh, less of a security. But there there is definitely it is it is definitely being watched <laughs> nice. as we speak. <laughs> More questions? Yes. If you were able to process more of the water, is there a way to get more water into the wheel or would you have to build another wheel? Um, what, what our water white entitles us to is 106 acre feet, uh -huh. which, is, which is more than, than the requirements for the Los Angeles State Historic Park and for the city parks, just slightly more. And if there is... Um, if there is a need for more, then, then those are future dialogues. Right now, our focus is, is to get water to these parks in perpetuity. This system is going to be designed to be able to pull water beyond my lifetime, beyond the lifetime of the Metabolic Studio. Once it is operating, an operating entity will be put in place to help maintain this moving forward so that there'll be water in our city during drought periods, during light rains, for my niece and nephew and their kids. Questions? Yes, question. Do you plan on doing anything with extra water? And do you plan also to do anything to treat the water any further than just for the watering parks? Is so the extra water, uh, we have a site to maintain here and we also have a test site on the other side of the river. So, so the water needs that we will be um, um, uh, procuring from the river will be satisfied 
by by the spaces within this um, this immediate area. And yes, if this goes well, our plan is to treat it to to potable standards, and that potentially it could be used in the pool of the downy that we just passed through. Because as we walk back, look down. There's a there's a there's a um, recreational pool there, which is almost a hundred years old. Um, they've they've re they've resurfaced it, but the original pool was 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 well over a hundred years old. We're on the North Broadway Bridge, but originally this was the Buena Vista Bridge, built in 1911. It's been retrofitted, it's been all kinds of things, but the original bridge was the Buena Vista Bridge, and it actually carried people from the El Pueblo over to Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights is the first established quote-unquote suburb of the original villages of, of uh, after the colonization of downtown Los Angeles. And the bridge originally went a little further north from this one onto the other site on the other side of this bridge, which is our test site, which we're going to save for a whole nother tour and a whole nother time. But we, this is, we're here to get you excited because our test site allows us to, to experiment with uh, seed, soil, water, and process. And we have tested LA River water through our constructed wetland. If you look, um, it, it's hard to see from here. We've planted some corn uh, to acknowledge the original uh, not a cornfield planting in 2005. Behind that is a constructed wetland. That constructed wetland was, was um, uh, presented at a gallery in West Hollywood. And it is back with us now. But originally, that wetland treated LA River water to lower the levels of bacteria intended for um, drip irrigation. More questions? Yes. Uh, I saw there's some giant reed down there. Is that? That's corn. That's corn, actually. That is corn. And the corn's passed. So we have, we have just reaching the very end of, of the corn cycle. And what you're seeing is the, the withering stalks. Questions? Comments. Can you talk a little bit about Those of you guys that are going to post on, on social media, all we ask is you acknowledge Metabolic Studio and hashtag bending the river back into the city. You can also search all of our daily documentation on site and what it is that we're exploring on site and what we're finding. Let's give Lou a huge round of applause. So let's all be very careful because it's getting a little dark about walking back together as a group. Uh, if you have any questions, I will um, be happy to answer it when we get back to the studio. Thank you all very much. We're going Thank back you. this way. <laughs>